When I take care of people, I often notice how they struggle just to order a simple glass of Sauvignon Blanc. I think you get a better understanding of how we interact with one another and why I'm reacting to certain things in the book the way I'm reacting to them through our voices. So not only are they walking away with valuable lessons, but they're also being entertained and enthralled by these stories from this way of life. Welcome to This is the Author, where authors talk about narrating their audiobooks. In this episode, meet world-renowned sommelier Aldo Sam, co-founders of the beloved restaurant The Gray, Mashama Bailey and Jono Morisano, and blogger and farmer Caitlin Henderson. Go behind the mic as each of these authors share stories of the role that food, wine, community, and family play in each of their lives, from founding beloved restaurants to chronicling life on a farm. Enjoy. Hello, this is Aldo Som, the author of Wine Simple. I wrote this book because I go every day between Le Bernardin and Aldo Som Wine Bar. And I wanted to demystify the topic wine, because it can be so awfully intimidating. When I take care of people, I often notice how they struggle just to order a simple glass of Sauvignon Blanc. I'm on the other side of that spectrum and help these victims. So... I actually was inspired by young wine drinkers to write this book and give them easy, approachable guidelines. If I had to describe what it's like to record my audiobook in one word, that would be torture because I don't speak English. And Alan and James made so much fun of me, and yet I had so much fun doing it. As you hear, I have a pretty decent accent which in person I get away with, but in an audiobook I don't get away with. I realize that. I'm actually the proudest of that I was able to pull this project off in reading you or trying to read you this book because I thought there's no chance I could do that. And the editors twisted my arm for that long and they caught me in a weak moment to say yes. And I didn't regret it. Dream narrator, living or dead, well, I think that would be Barack Obama. He probably would have done it extremely well. And now, listen to a clip from my audiobook. Wine is fermented grape juice. Sure, but so many factors. When and how the grapes are picked, manually or mechanically, and pressed, whether commercial or wild yeast is added to kick off the fermentation, and how long and in what vessel the wine is aged before bottling affect what ends up in the gloss. All those decisions and many more are made by the winemaker, whose job it is to transform something elemental into something monumental. Winemakers are like chefs. They might start with similar raw ingredients, but what kind of dish they create is entirely in their hands. And okay, nature's. Hi, this is Mashama Bailey. And Jana Morisano. And we are the authors of Black, White, and the Gray, the story of an unexpected friendship and a beloved restaurant. I wanted to write the book because I'm a closeted writer and have been writing my whole life. And after meeting Mashama and starting the Gray, I just felt there was something relevant about what had transpired between us in the building of the restaurant. And 
that some of that might be helpful for people who are trying to start businesses and relationships and get along and do all good things for the world. And I wrote the book because Jono literally held me down (laughs) and twisted my arm and he made me do it. But seriously, I wanted to write the book because I did feel like my voice being as preoccupied as it was at the time was very important to show where you are during the growth of a business and how you work on those relationships along the entire way. I was inspired by the team, inspired by the legacy of Scott. You know, someone very important to us passed away. And I think really going back to that moment and having that be a catalyst for why Jono and I needed to look deeper into our relationship and our business partnership is really important. And I think that it really kind of cemented the foundation of the business and it really helped to cultivate the culture at the restaurant. I think the thing that inspired me most was realizing that there's something new to learn every day and that you don't have to accept where you're at or who you are or the belief system that you may have lived your life with and that you can just evolve and change and grow. I found, you know, that from the beginning of The Gray and meeting Mishama and then definitely in the writing of the book, inspirational. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be eye-opening. I think listening to the book in our own words brought me closer to the words that we had both written. And I also feel like it helped me to kind of overcome some of those childhood fears I had of reading out loud in front of Bible study. So it was definitely a moment for growth for me. If I described what it was like to record the audiobook in one word, it would be bittersweet. This has been such a long process, and writing this book, I've come to refer to it as the Godforsaken book in a very sort of tongue-in-cheek way. But also, this is sort of the last thing I've learned that you do in the publishing of a book process. And so not having the book as that thing that's always sort of tugging at you is going to feel a little lonely, I think, going forward. There's always the book tour. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's still bittersweet. (laughs) (laughs) We ain't done yet. Yeah. Is there a word or phrase that I realized I didn't know how to pronounce? Apparently, the English language. (laughs) Our director said, "Um, one more time on restaurateur. So, yeah, I can't pronounce restaurateur. I can't pronounce aesthetic. I can't pronounce familial. I don't know. There was like a bucket full of words that apparently my Staten Island upbringing has made me unable to articulate. I realized I had trouble pronouncing just about everything. There was a lot of stops and starts when it came to my part of the reading, particularly (laughs) that word that I have to sort of breathe through. 
And also, we've written, I had to kind of rewrite in the book because I couldn't get those two words to sync up together. Or you mean when you became Elmer Fudd? (laughs) On the first day. We've written. We've written. written. For me, there's a scene in the book where I'm talking about reading a book by Mishama's old boss, Gabrielle Hamilton, and her memoir, which was Blood, Bones, and Butter. And... What I remember telling my wife about that night when I got home, that it was so intimate listening to Gabrielle read her story that you felt like you knew her, right? At the end of it, I just felt like, oh, I just spent, you know, nine hours in a car with Gabrielle Hamilton because she read it. And that experience was very impactful on me and very impactful on the relationship with Mishama because we wouldn't know each other without Gabrielle. And so I think that you know, seeing that as a way of connecting with the reader became important to me. And I wanted to do the same and read the words that we had written together. Yeah, I'm excited that the listeners will get a chance to hear our actual voices and to understand the dynamics between us. I think you get a better understanding of how we interact with one another and why I'm reacting to certain things in the book the way I'm reacting to them through our voices. I'm hoping that they get a sense of that and they get a better sense of our relationship in that way. I also feel like it's a very intimate experience to be in a booth together and to be volleying back and forth off of words that took us over two years to get down on paper, and for a lot of the emotion in those words to kind of still be relevant and floating in the air today, I hope that you can hear that in our voices as we read to you. And just ignore all the stomach rumblings, gurglings, and all (laughs) the other background noise that's also very intimate when you're in a booth together. If I wasn't going to be able to record my audio book I would cast either Jill Scott, because I think she has a beautiful voice, or Viola Davis. I think both those women have really strong, beautiful, sultry voices, like mine. My dream narrator, if it wasn't Mishama and me, super easy. Ron Reagan, the Gipper. Or I would want Bruce Springsteen to do it, too. (laughs) But I would want him to sing the entire 110,000 words. And now, listen to a clip from Black, White, and the Gray. I had nowhere else to turn. Moments before, I was content with my friends and colleagues from the Gray. Laughing, and in a split second, that was taken away. A phone was ringing in the background. I was in that in-between state that allowed the sounds from my surroundings to intertwine with my unconscious. It took a moment or two for me to discern whether I was hearing my real phone or a conjured up phone in my sleepy goings on. Another ring and then the sound of the vibrating device on a hard surface and it became clear. Hi, this is Caitlin Henderson author of Faith, Farming, and Family, Cultivating Hope and Harvesting Joy Wherever You Are. I wrote my book because while I thought that I had encouragement and hope to offer to whoever was reading it, 
I also thought that it was really neat that we live on a farm and are living this way of life that so many people are disconnected from nowadays. So not only are they walking away with valuable lessons, but they're also being entertained and enthralled by these stories from this way of life that they're probably not familiar with. If I had to describe what it was like to record my audiobook in one word, that word would be joyful. It was so fun to just get to reread my book and relive all of the stories and just to have this opportunity. I realized that I had a lot of trouble pronouncing the word normalcy, (laughs) and it took us about 10 times to get it right. I'm so excited that listeners will get to hear these crazy stories from the farm and get to hear my heart behind them and just my authentic voice in telling them. The last audiobook that I listened to that I loved was Get Out of Your Head by Jenny Allen, and it was such a good book with so many tangible takeaways and just solid biblical advice. We are on the road almost constantly, so I love listening to audiobooks when we are just driving down the road. And now, listen to a clip from Caitlin Henderson's audiobook, Faith Farming and Family. I know that as you're listening to this, you aren't actually at our farm. But if I had my way, we would be sitting on my farmhouse front porch watching a beautiful Kansas sunset. We would skip the small talk, and we would get down to the good stuff. We would talk about life, motherhood, faith, and so much more. As we sipped our coffee and watched the cattle graze in the pasture and the sun dip behind the trees, I would share my story with you. I would bear a vulnerable heart in the hope that you might relate and feel less alone and that you'd be encouraged to step into the person you were created to be. But since we aren't actually on the front porch, I'll share my heart with you here and pretend that we are. This is the Author is a production of Penguin Random House Audio. Thank you for listening. For more behind-the-mic content and audiobook recommendations, visit www.penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash nextlisten.